0: Moving into boxing, after a loaded explosive topic, number one, I'm already losing my voice, okay? I got to make sure I got a lot of mileage on this topic here because I got a lot to say about this topic right here. Okay, David Benavidez, plants, plant, okay? On Saturday, he did. Now, are we more impressed with David Benavidez or disappointed in Caleb Plant? And Zay, the mic is yours.
1: <clears throat> um, I'm more impressed with David Benavides, in my opinion. I think Caleb Plant went in with a game plan. He established it well throughout the game, the, the fight. But David Benavidez, David Benavides was able to um adjust, do it throughout the fight. Um, land his shots the way he wanted to, and um uh, take control using his his um enormous power, and kind of take advantage of Caleb Plant in the deeper rounds. You know, it seemed like David Benavides wasn't gassed. Throughout that fight, he seemed well in control of his of his power, well in control of his punches, um, throwing with precision, um, something I was worried about. I thought Caleb Plant deeper in the rounds would would force David Benavides to be a little more gas, to be a little more fatigued, making him throw a little bit more wild shots, which the, wish there was. David Benavides did have, did have some wild hooks in the fight, but it didn't deter him nor did it phase him to, um, to lose his fight. I think David Benavides had a, a great showing, an outstanding showing, in a bigger ring, in uh, in a, in a uh, environment he wasn't familiar with, a uh, big crowd, bigger lights, um, bigger um arena, and I think that's something that I, I give kudos to David Benavides for. I think he had an outstanding showing, and uh, I think no, I think I don't, I don't, I'm not disappointed in Kalen Plant at all. I think Kalen Plant this is arguably one of his better bouts he had in his career, if not the best. Um, he showed um experience, showed his veteran um experience in that ring. He was able to cut the um, move around in that ring, throw his punches. He taunted a little bit throughout the fight. Um, And also, he showed that he doesn't have a glass chin. You know, he didn't get knocked down. He didn't fall down. He didn't uh, fall. in Like, he didn't get knocked out, essentially. And, you know, he stood tall. And that's something that you give, um, you know, shout out to Caleb Plant for. Because he's a fighter who is not going to back down to anybody. And he sticks to his game plan. Um, Was it a great game plan? I feel like it could have been better. I feel like it could have been a lot better. But he did what he could. Um, he, he threw his combos, but he, he was getting hit with some really tough shots. And though he was dazed, he stood, he stood in that ring. So I'm, for me, I think I'm more impressed with David Benavides than disappointed in Caleb Plant.
0: I mean, look, this is a very opinionated topic. I can't say you're wrong because it's your opinion, right? It's more opinion-based than factual-based, so I got to let that that go. But I think for me, um, I'm more disappointed in Caleb Plant by far. And look, I can't really say I'm impressed with David Benavides because I expected it. So I can understand your side of the bracket. You picked Kayla Plant to win. I picked um, Benavides to win. So of course, I'm going to end up on a bracket of being disappointed, whereas um, you're going to be on the bracket of being impressed with the guy that you picked to lose. And I get that. You know, David Benavides. this fight literally turned out the way how I expected it, Excluding the knockout part of it. I actually thought it, it was gonna be a stoppage. And you know, one could argue if um David benavides wasn't fighting two people in the ring, then that stoppage would have came. And I firmly believe that because um referee Kenny Bayless um should be paid less for what he did in that fight. Um, you know, just stopping each other, not issuing a warning on Caleb Plant's behalf. Um, There was a fight where Caleb Plant, excuse me, a round where Caleb Plant was badly hurt and he stopped the fight, called the timeout. Caleb Plant didn't even ask for a timeout. That was blatant robbery right there. So, um, you know, he was fighting two fighters and it's very hard to do that. I can argue if Kenny Bayless was the referee in that Plant and Canelo fight, then that fight is going the distance. And maybe Caleb Plant wins that fight. Okay. And maybe there's no stoppage. Okay. When you talk about that referee, those things matter. And I came on this show a lot of times and talked about that specific thing about the referees and how pending the referee you have, it plays a big role in a fight because some referees let you fight. So that may favor the guy that's aggressive and and, and hitting you beside the head like Deontay Wilder and Ferry, too, where Ferry was was getting away with a lot of cheap shots to the head that could have been disqualified and points taken off. That could have impacted the way how you fought Wilder and got him out of there. Even the Jake Paul fight where they were stopping everything. Jake Paul's is very wild. That affected him. The fight that we talked about with Usman and, and um Edwards and how um he didn't call everything that impacted that fight. Referees impact fights. And if nobody going to say that, I'm going to say it. And it did in this fight. It impacted a knockout. Not the outcome, thank God, but the knockout. Now, when I get back to Plant and why I'm disappointed in him, I'm disappointed because... It was the same result, the same thing. He didn't learn from the Canelo fight. And it's not like he didn't learn. It's nothing he could have done. You know, he's just not better than, than um, Plant, excuse me, than Benavidez and Canelo. However, with that being said, in the Canelo fight, I felt that he was content with surviving, you know, and not going for the gusto. What I mean by going for the gusto, like, listen, I got a trade. And I know I might get my head knocked off into a silver platter and all that, but it's going to be risk involved, and I may come out on top. Who knows? Okay, he didn't go for the gusto in that fight, and that's why he got broken down with the body shots and got out of there. In this fight, first four rounds, elite sweet signs, footwork, moving around the ring, using every bit of that 20, 20, 20 by 20 or 22 by 22 ring that you asked for, using it, boxing, jabbing, sweet signs. Everything is looking good. But we all know he was going to fatigue. I knew it. I said it on the show. A lot of people had that same analysis. He's going to fatigue and wear off at the end. You got to go for the gusto. You got to go for the gusto. The second half of the fight, all I saw was clinching and low blows to stop the, the onslaught of David Benavidez. He didn't go for the gusto. At round 12, with like, I think it was like one minute left. He tried to do a little something-something and trade with him. Nah, it's too late, my guy. You need to go for the gusto. So I'm disappointed in Caleb Plant because just like in the Canelo fight, he was content with surviving and going the distance and not actually going for the gusto to win the fight.
1: And, um, you know, I agree with that take because he said in that post on fight that, you know, his objective was to. Not get hit uh, often, you know, like um, you know, get a, evade punches and and do all these different things. I think you you hit that right on the nail when you talk about Caleb Plant, and um, I think maybe this is the type of fighter he is when it comes to the big moments. He shows away from who he is. He reminds me a lot of Danny Garcia. Uh, when Danny Garcia fights the big fights, he shades away from who he is. The combo, the the lightning punches. You know, he becomes his counter puncher. Opposed to being the guy who debuts, lets his hands go free when it's against other opponents, opposed to the big fights that when the lights are brightest. You know, I think that's something Caleb Plant needs to overcome. You know, I think for me, even though he's 30 years old, and a lot of people say boxing at 30 years old, if you haven't done it by then, you're not gonna do it. I think you know, he still has he still has the it factor to become a champion, to 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 win that division. It's just that he needs to overcome those adversities in the in the biggest moments. Um, you know, for me, David Benavidez going into that position, I thought he was going to lose his edge, meaning overthrow, um, and, and causing him to be more open and susceptible for, um, counter punches. Um, and I think we saw that early on with Caleb Plant, when Benavidez will overthrow, Plant had a sneaky hit, a, a sneaky jab that'll catch Benavidez little by little. But, um, I think some, I think Benavidez, he showed me something different. You know, he showed me his, his ability to, to, Regain his composure throughout the fight, which is very important, especially if you're going up against a guy like Canelo, who could can frustrate you in that ring and cause you to make some mistakes. Him showing his ability to adjust on the fly and then do these things, what's really made me impressed as him as a fighter. This is my first fight that I saw David Benavidez fight live. Like, it just, like, throughout the entirety of the fight, instead of watching the highlights chopped up. So I was able to see the adjustments made in real time. Which was like I was in awe. You know, I think the only round I didn't see was a six due to buffering issues. But other than that, I, I was able to watch that that fight in its entirety. And like it was a great sight to see a fighter adjust in real time and create fits for Plant and and make him readjust his game plan or make him think that his game plan is working. You know, I saw a lot of times Benavidez was baiting Caleb Plant into into punching him. So he could, he could try to hit him and tee off on him. So it was something that I, I Thoroughly enjoyed watching David Benavidez. And I think he is uh, a force to be reckoned with, especially after watching that fight. Because that was a great fight to see. And
0: I like the point that you made about uh, Danny Garcia. I actually thought that was a very creative comparison there. Because I agree wholeheartedly with Danny Garcia. And not to really focus on him, but to draw that comparison to Caleb Plant. The bigger the fight, I see less confidence. Like, you you look at Danny Garcia fights, and I watch a lot of Danny Garcia fights. He's one of my favorite boxers to watch. So I'm really, really watching every fight. And I notice the middle guys, the middle of the pack, his confidence is on a whole different level. Okay, you talk about the combinations, the counters, the power, everything. It's just a whole different level. But when he fights dispense, Spence, I don't see that confidence anymore. When he fought Deshaun Porter... Sean Porter, we know is aggressive, and rugged, and he throws a lot. I didn't see that confidence to trade with him. At the end, yeah, in the second half of the fight, he almost made it a draw. I thought he made it a draw. He didn't get the win. Um, but in the beginning, very, very passive before he got aggressive towards the end. And um, the same thing with Thurman. I thought Thurman was the same way. So I agree with that. When you talk about Caleb Plant, same thing. I think Caleb Plant's beat everybody else here. Um, maybe you can argue. A couple other guys, I guess it's Charlos, the Andres and all that. But I think he beats almost everybody else. Almost everybody else. But, you know, the is at the top of the food chain, the plant on top of the food chain, the confidence, just trying to survive. There's no confidence in that. When you ask for a 22-foot ring, there's no confidence in that. We can sit here and say all we want about that. But the moment he asked for that, and I heard that that was asked for, In negotiations, I already know who won the fight because you cannot outrun your opponent for twelve rounds. Your defense is going to fatigue your offense, and with the type of pressure that David Benavidez brings, it was only bound to happen. Especially when he started going to the body. If David Benavidez went to the body earlier in like the first three rounds, with all due respect, I don't think it would have went past six rounds if he attacked the body. I believe he threw one body shot in the first four rounds. David Benavidez. but when he started going to the body, that's when he officially stopped. Caleb Plant.
1: I want to have a I have a question for you, and um, I want to know um for at least Caleb Plant, what's next for him? I think we already know where Benavidez goes next from here, um, but for Caleb Plant, what's next? Is it back to the drawing board? Does he call out Charlo? Like, what, what what's I guess the next step for him? Because I know after losing to Canelo, then losing to Benavidez, I know his stock possibly has dropped from where it once was. So I guess, where where does Caleb Plant go from here?
0: I mean, when you talk about Caleb Plant, I think he has made a good living for himself. You know, there's a lot of risk and reward. When you talk about fighters fighting big fights, there's a lot of risk and reward. Obviously, the obvious, the paydays that you get from fighting big fights like Canelo, And David Benavidez, you get a nice look with a payday, a paycheck. But at the same time, if you look good in those fights, you can have other big fights. It may not be against Canelo. Again, it may not be against David Benavidez. But I'm pretty sure Charlo would want to fight plant. I'm pretty sure Demetrius Andre would want to fight plant. So you can still make a living off of those fights, off of those mid-tier. You can even say top-tier fights. Just maybe not the Gusto's. And who knows? David Benavides may give you that rematch down the line. Who knows? Especially if you beat up on the Andrades and the Charlos. And maybe down the line, we are requesting to see you fight David Benavides again. So I don't think his plans and future goals is automatically buried. I think it took a hit. You know, if you're trying to remain the top of the food chain, it took a big hit. But he can still work his way back up. The only problem is he's 30 years old. Pedal to the metal time.
1: Um, you know, I think one last point. You know, I think next. You know, I, I already know we already see the trajectory where Benavides is going. Yeah, I want to talk
0: about right that right now. But well, go ahead.
1: Oh, so yeah, actually, go ahead. We'll talk about it right now.
0: Yeah. So after beating Canelo, excuse me, Caleb Plant is David Benavides versus Canelo Alvarez the fight to make next? And I would love to start this one off, and then I'm gonna pass it to you, Zay. You know, me personally, I would love to see that fight with Canelo. I just don't think Canelo's interested in that fight right now um, for a variety of reasons. I think he's focusing on taking over other territory, moving up to 175 to take on the beef vols of the world. I think that's in his plans after he fight and beat John Ryder. So I think if you're David Benavidez, me personally, I would prefer to see him give Andre that fight next up. Because... David Benavidez and Andrade are two of the most avoided fighters in boxing. And obviously, Caleb Plant gave David Benavidez that opportunity and um, to make that fight happen. Caleb Plant, with all due respect to him, and I respect the guy, he didn't have to take this fight. Boxing took a W. Both of these guys treated boxing. He did not have to take this fight against a dangerous David Benavidez, and he did. So I think I would like to see Benavidez return the favor that Plant gave him to Andrade and fight a guy like Andrade, who Tyson Fury said that that's the most avoided fighter in boxing, Andrade. This came out of Tyson Fury mouth. And I believe it, too. He is. I think that fight is an even fight. You know, you talk about a southpaw. Andre doesn't have the knockout power. That's why he's not flashy enough for people to really know who he is if you don't really keep up with the sport. But you can argue david Benavides doesn't have one knockout power one punch and knockout power he has volume punching so i think that fight will be a very interesting clash of styles it could be a 50 50 fight i would love to see him clean up the division while canelo is chasing other pastures and trying to take over other territory take over clean the division fight the andres fight the charlo and then there's nowhere to one if you're canelo there's nowhere to go so yes that fight could happen next. But if you clean up the division, there's no way Canelo could run. You gotta fight him eventually.
1: Yeah, for me, I like Andre as a, as a interesting, but I think that'll be more of a, a beneficial fight for Andre because he's fighting David Benavides, who's gaining notoriety now, who just fought Caleb Plant, bigger name. Uh, for me, uh, to see that's like to climb, I think Andre would get more notoriety in that fight because then more people will see him. Or they'll still know that he's a real talent in this division. More opportunities, of course, and I'd love to see that fight. I think it'll be a great back and forth um for the crowd to see, especially when it'll be a main event. That'll be huge. I don't know if, how many inmate events Andrade has had thus far. I think that'll be his biggest one, if I'm not mistaken, with David Benavides. So that'll be a great look um for me. I think David Benavides should target Charlo. The man is a promotional. I'm not gonna call him a genius, but he, he does promos. You know that his all of his fights are always back and forth, back and forth. A lot of a lot of talk, and I think you know he hasn't had a fight in almost two years. It's time for him to like, you know, shut up. It's time for the to lace him up and shut up. So I think right now him versus Benavidez, it makes most sense, especially since Benavidez is looking closer to Canelo than Charlo is. Um, I think Charlo right now is kind of fading away opposed to coasting. There's some champions, Thurman in the instance, where he takes years off of boxing and he's still relevant, still the number one guy. I think Charlo is the opposite. He took a year or two off, but he's fading in his own division, a division where he claimed was his, um, his belts and all his other stuff. So I think for me, you put Benavidez against Charlo, so Charlo could rather, A, um, showcase that he's still the, the leader of this division, he's still, he's still, um, you know, that guy, and he wants to be the one to face Canelo, or Devin Benavidez beats him up and takes that, or takes that away from him, and then now all Canelo has left is him versus Benavidez, nothing else. So, I think for me, Charlo is the, is the answer. I think Andre is a fantastic option for Benavidez as a tune up fight leading to the next one. Um, no, not saying that Andre is a tune up, which is I'm not saying that's the case, but that's how it's going to be perceived as uh, awaiting what Canelo does, awaiting what Charlo does, and um, things of that nature. Also, I think Caleb Plant versus Charlo. I think that could be something that would be interesting to see as well. Uh, Caleb Plant's still a marquee guy, I still feel like he's a guy who could fight a Charlo. I think Charlo may be more interested in finally fighting, fighting Caleb Plant, especially after seeing him come off a loss. And then that's something that Charlo will probably like, All right, yeah, let me get off this ring rust fighting Caleb Plant. So I think that'll be those would be a, a great matchup as well.
0: Yeah, I think the 1B in your take, I, I love the 1B route there, you know, with the plant coming off a loss and Charlo coming off a layoff. I think that actually makes sense. You know, um, because let's be real here. Charlo would have rather Caleb Plant win than Benavidez. And I'm just going off of body language. I've been watching interviews with him at the fight. He does not seem like he's interested in fighting the Mexican monster. Okay, we saw him on Mike Tyson's podcast. The guy has no interest. We can try to slice it. We could try to dice it. We could try to fine tune it all we want. I know what I see. He doesn't want to smoke, and every time I'm looking around, this guy's drunk. Okay, this guy's drunk, pulling up to the fight drunk, doing commentary drunk. Like, nah, you're not going to be able to fight drunk. Okay, so I need to see some more discipline on his end. Um, obviously, we've got training camp to fine tune all that, but I would rather see Caleb Plant and Charlo and Benavidez and Andrade. Um, uh, but let's say if Canelo. Gibbs, David Benavidez, which I doubt, but let's say they get it on after he fights John Ryder, then I think it will be a very good fight, and I think David Benavidez has a legitimate shot to win that fight. You talk about the comparisons of David Benavidez versus Plant and Canelo versus Plant, I want to compare the two fights that they both had against Plant. So you can argue that even though Canelo got the knockout, Benavidez laid more punishment on Caleb Plant. He did. He laid more punishment on Caleb Plant. The numbers will also come not come back, but actually coincide with my take. You know, um, Benavidez landed 38% of his punches on Plant compared to the 32% landed by Canelo on Plant. Um, the underrated part, though, was the defense. And that's where you can be very impressed with Benavidez, going back to our initial topic. The defense, he only got touched with 15% of the punches thrown by Plant compared to 22% that Plant landed on Canelo. So when you reflect back to that first question that we had, there were some things to be impressed with, even though I predicted him to win. When you talk about David Benavides, his defense was very underrated. Everybody talking about the offense, his defense, he barely got touched. Um, also, the fact that just the extra gain his tank. Where does that come from? Like, it was clear to me, based on how he weighed less than Caleb Plant, He overtrained. I said to myself, the only thing I was worried about was, I was like, damn, I think this guy overtrained. And I think he did overtrain. But for whatever reason, down the stretch, he was able to find that extra gear and that mileage where Caleb Plant just ran out of gas. Where does he find that at? Like, I think that's very impressive
1: to me. But yeah, I'll leave it at that. I think, you know, real quick, before we go into the next topic, I think boxing is really at a good place. I remember last year, I was... Ostracizing boxing. I was one of the main components. Boxing is a dying sport. They need to make the best fights. They have this and that. This year, did that card? That the undercard, even the undercard, I, that was a solid. Besides, you know, we'll we talk. We'll talk about the robbery in a later show down the line. But besides that, it was a great showing of just fighting. It was great fights all around. I think you know that was one of the better undercards. I was telling telling y'all on off off air one of the better undercards I've seen in quite some time. So I'm glad that it's starting to ramp up. The the notoriety of boxing, putting the great fights together. Whoever made that card needs to make cards down the line. They need to make more undercards like that down the line. That was a great showing from the undercard all the way to the main event. It was just a good all-around boxing event.
0: Absolutely. I agree 100%. That was a very good undercard and a very good fight. Even though it was lump-sided at the end, my last points on this was the judges, all three of them, all three judges, they literally had benefited winning every single round from the sixth round so from 6 to 12 all three judges gave it to benavidez it was a second half shutout but um salute to kayla plant for taking the fight for surviving and making it a good fight you know as much as he could have and like you said boxing is in a very very good spot so we have to see what happens going forward in other big fights
1: please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content we're we're slinging shows left and right slinging content left and right please don't miss anything if you do like subscribe leave a comment leave a question something you may want to answer something you may have it's all ideas are great ideas nothing's a dumb question